Hi, I'm Chantelle. And I'm Matthew. And we're founders of Fifth Place, where our mission is to make the world a better place by enabling the how. Welcome, Welcome to, to our Emotions Matter, Matter Really podcast. podcast. In this podcast, we explore everything about emotions, feelings, and what it is to become and remain emotionally fit. We interrogate the taboo around expressing and talking about emotions and feelings. We talk about all those things we want less of, like stress, anxiety, and burnout, and the things we want more of, like sleep, calm, and self-care. We explore tools, tips and techniques for managing your emotions. We examine what it means to be emotionally fit and why this equals a better quality of life. Well, Matthew, you're back again on solid Gauteng Earth after last week's crazy 24-hour round trip to George and back. How's your week been so far? On reflection, it has been an interesting week. Uh, an interesting is an interesting word. For me, I felt quite ungrounded, maybe a little bit still on that round trip. It's a bit uh, spacey. Things haven't exactly gone according to plan. You know what they say about plans? The only thing you should plan for is for your plan not to go according to, to plan. plan. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, as we stand here or Yes, stand and record this week's episode. It is good to be back home, back in Johannesburg, having done that trip. And it's a lovely autumn day. And yeah, reminds me of, you know, good wine, crisp apples, roasted nuts, and so on. Ah, oh, yes, that's for a little bit later. So last week, we spoke about meeting the tree that inspired the Act Like a Tree principles, and then the subsequent ABC of Life teachings. A is act like a tree. B, bring the light. And C, choose love. And next week, on your next week's episode, we'll be looking at C. But for now, if you haven't heard what act like a tree is about, we invite you, I invite you to have a listen to last week's episode. And, you know, for me, bringing the light, the subject of this week's episode, is really about honoring your uniqueness finding that special thing inside of you that only you have, and then taking active steps to share it with the world, but also finding the spaces, the engagements, the opportunities to just bring, actively bring light into dark spaces. We are living through what appears to be quite a dark time in terms of all the dissent and discord and so on going on in the world. And really, I think more than ever, it's up to us, up to you, dear listener, to find the light and bring it. You know, when we developed these teachings, we were in the throes of the second year of COVID and the seesaw of tougher and then more lenient restrictions that came with the various levels of lockdown that we had to endure. We were already quite fatigued with the constant changes and the unpleasant polarization the pandemic had spat out. Mm -hmm. People were no longer working together to fight the virus that had happened at the beginning. At that time, this time last year, basically, people were shouting at each other on social media, snarling at anyone who didn't think or act like them. 
We were witnessing also the rampant censorship and blatant propaganda across all social media and traditional media platforms. You know, and it really, it was quite scary. I think the power of the media really brought home how scary it was if you didn't agree with or toe the so-called party line, as we like to say, around the pandemic, then you were effectively excommunicated. Mm. Yeah, it was a very negative and conflict-ridden time. But I think we consciously chose to step out of that space, the global drama triangle, so to speak, and focus on where we had some influence and control. And that was first and foremost with ourselves. Like our principle says, it starts with me. Yeah, like how you say, we had some influence and control over ourselves. Um, I think we have a little bit more than than most, uh, having developed over the years, you know, a reasonable level of emotional fitness through our work. But having said that, it's nothing without taking action, taking steps. And we wanted to embrace an alternative narrative and also remind ourselves, as well as those people that we came into contact with, that ultimately we all had a choice and that we can and we could put our attention on bringing the light rather than being sucked into this maelstrom, this dark pit of fear and negativity. But what does it actually mean? What does it mean to bring the light? Does it mean that we deny what is going on around us, ignore it, pretend that it doesn't exist? Look, I think there may be a tendency to think that it's that, but it's definitely not that at all. And let's just have a look at a couple of things that are happening in the world, some things which can, you know, cause us, cause you to feel afraid, to feel anxious, to have concerns about. And maybe the most obvious one, because it's been the biggest and the one that's been going on for the longest, is the war in the Ukraine. And then closer to home, we had news that our government has decided to spend 22 million rand on a 100 meter tall national flag. That is against the backdrop of an unemployment rate that is closing in on 40%. Mm. Or of late, the news that Fauci and some other people that he's associated with were taking secret payments to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars before the pandemic. So just anything, any news, anything like this can make you want to get mad, upset, anxious, or even afraid. Yeah, I mean, if that's internationally and locally, other than that ridiculous amount of money they want to spend on a flagpole and a flag, you know, it wouldn't be a normal week here in South Africa if it wasn't, if there wasn't some exposure like that of some corruption in some government department. Um, we have the joy also of constant load shedding mm -hmm. and uh, that we have to contend with. We also have crumbling infrastructure and the latest lovely noise of the Department of Health, who is trying to make our lockdown restrictions law. I think for us, it's a constant barrage of negativity. And maybe it's not just for us. It's, I mean, worldwide, there's a constant barrage of negativity. But in this country, it's no wonder that so many people have decided to throw in the towel and chosen to immigrate. Another mass exodus, as there is so often, to the UK, Australia, New Zealand, and other seemingly less chaotic and uncertain countries. Well, absolutely. Um, I mean, I know in times past, you might have wanted to throw Canada. Yes, I, I think I actually forgot them. 
I don't think it was but yes. But I think they've joined the list of chaotic and uncertain countries uh, recently. Mm. And you know, that's, that's always the case. You can always just decide to deal with the situation by moving away from the problem. And for those that have the means and the ability to make the change, well, many of them, they do and they have. And I guess hopefully they will bring the light wherever they go. And ultimately that's all you and I ask. Don't feed the negativity and certainly don't let the negativity deplete or defeat you. Yes, and I, I think it's about moving towards rather than moving away in that instance. I mean, people around the world have always had to do things by moving. And I think moving is part of the of this bringing the light that we're talking about. But it's also, you know, if most big things like war and corruption and the weather, it's, it's like not really very much we as little individuals can do to make it stop. And part of bringing the light, I think, is also accepting that there are some things that we can change and that we can influence and potentially control. And there are lots that we absolutely cannot. Well, this doesn't mean that we're expected to approve of what is happening. It means ultimately, and this is an important thing, to you know feel whatever you feel. What we've learned amongst many things is it's vitally important to allow whatever you feel to be expressed and experienced. And you know, those feelings of being angry or disappointed, uh, upset and frustrated, having those feelings and then not letting them consume us and make us feel at a loss. Because once you've experienced the emotions, the next step is to work out, as we said earlier, what are my gifts? And then using those gifts for good. Remembering that it always starts with me, I must take the active step, no matter how small that step is, to bring the light into my current situation. Mm. Yeah, and if we think about the A, which is act like a tree, a tree is grounded, it's solid and tangible. Light, as in bringing the light, is dynamic, it's moving and intangible, it's energy rather than substance. It implies movement and action. It's not passive at all. And human beings, we are creatures of light. We've been programmed to avoid the dark and the dangers that lurk there. Light illuminates and brings with it feelings of safety and warmth. Light also reflects and allows us to see color. And I think also part of bringing the light is that we can bring color to a situation, infuse it with the vibrancy and the variety of color. And you know, Roy T. Bennett in his book, The Light in the Heart, says, learn to light a candle in the darkest moments of someone's life. Be the light that helps others see. It is that, it, it is what gives life its deepest significance. And I absolutely agree with that. Uh, I think I'd just like to add that for us as well, it's not just about being the light which in essence is static and still in spite of what you spoke about energy. But when you have the light, it's about bringing it, moving it with you, actively shining it, activating the gift that you have and using it. And it reminds me of the serenity prayer that was written by Reinhold Niebuhr in the early 1930s. And I just quickly want to recite it for you. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, 
accepting hardships as the pathway to peace, taking, as he did, this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will, that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. And for me, in essence, this is about letting God, or whatever you want to call it, do their thing and make sure that you do your thing with your powers of agency wherever you are and with whatever capacity you have at the time. Mm. Yes, and our gift at fifth place is shape of emotion. Shape of emotion is our pioneering mind-body process that is used to build emotional fitness. It was developed to be used at scale. I mean, it was for the masses. It was so that tens, hundreds, thousands of people could all feel relief from their difficult, stuck, unpleasant emotions that they were experiencing and all at the same time. And if you haven't experienced shape of emotion, then we do encourage you to try out an emotional fitness class. You can find out more about this at the end of the episode or in the links for the episode. So, I mean, we all have something that we can bring to the world that illuminates the good and the positive. I mean, it's in our nature to be kind, joyful, compassionate. And as another of our principles says, at my core, I am perfect. That talks to these light-like qualities. Well, one of my favorite speeches is Lance Miller's speech entitled, The Ultimate Question. <laughs> and in 2005, he won the Toastmasters International World Champion of Public Speaking with it. And about halfway through the speech, Miller says, Do you know what's wrong with the world? Do you know what's wrong with me? Do you know what's wrong with you? And there's a pause. The audience waits expectantly. And then he says, Who cares? Miller goes on to explain that the common denominator of being human is that we are human. We are by nature imperfect, and it takes no special talent to find an imperfection in another person. But it's our job to find the value in another and bring it out in them. In other words, bring the light. <laughs> yes, and even though we are so often described as imperfect, that is having foibles and errors and cracks, our principle actually reminds us that in fact at our core we are perfect. Imperfections and all. Yep, I mean, we've got a few of these principles. They all form part of our model of emotional fitness and it's useful to be reminded of them. Hmm. Yes, and Plato said we can easily forgive a child who is afraid of the dark. The real tragedy of life is when men are afraid of the light. And some people, if we talked about people, not men, are afraid of the light. They are afraid of their light. They are afraid of the attention they may get if they bring their light. So they stay small and insignificant, fearful of their magnificence. And we say, be brave. You matter. You make a difference. You are unique. There is no one like you. So don't hide behind a curtain or undercover. Come out and show your glory, your radiance, your splendor. How does that thing go? Stop hiding your light under a bushel? <laughs> yes. 
bring the light. And you know, even just lifting the lid or and taking the light out from under the bushel is an act of bringing. Mm. And I'd just like to remind you that if you feel like things are particularly overwhelming and restrictive or when it feels like the dark side or dark forces are winning or even when the darkness of depression overcomes you, then just remember those words of Leonard Cohen who said, There is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. There is a crack in everything. Your fear, your depression, your worry, your stress, your anger, your untenable situation. There's a crack. Look for it, because that's where the light gets in. And that light is you. And so we're nearing the end of this penultimate episode. For this, our first season of Emotions Matter, really, podcast. But, yes, we didn't forget, there is a poem. And so, Chantelle, what poem have you chosen this time? I found this lovely poem by Stuart Kestenbaum from his collection Only Now. I think it reflects so well what we've been saying here, that it is our duty, our job, our responsibility to stitch the world together, to make it whole, and then to appreciate the light inside that overflows and the blessing that it is, our blessing. Oh, I love this. For me, it's a reminder that we collectively, and within that collective as individuals, need to each do our part to stitch the world together and make it a better place by bringing our light, by bringing the light. Holding the Light by Stuart Kestenbaum Gather up whatever is glittering in the gutter, whatever has tumbled in the waves or fallen in flames out of the sky, for it is not only our hearts that are broken, but the heart of the world as well. Stitch it back together. Make a place where the day speaks to the night and the earth speaks to the sky. Whether we created God or God created us, it all comes down to this. In our imperfect world, we are meant to repair and stitch together what beauty there is. Stitch it with compassion and wire. See how everything we have made gathers the light inside itself and overflows. A blessing. Oh yes, see how everything we have made gathers the light inside itself and overflows. Do you see that? That is bringing the light. Martin Luther King Jr., a man very close to my heart, says, Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And that is the subject of next week's podcast, which will be the last one for this season. We hope you will join us then. And with that, it is time to say farewell. So from me, Chantel, be kind and be gentle to yourself. And until next time, bye for now. And from me, Matthew, and yes, you guessed it, bring the light, people, bring the light. And bye for now.
If you enjoyed this podcast and haven't already done so, please subscribe or follow us. You can also find out more about what we do by visiting our website, fifth.place. Yes, that's all it is, 5th.place. For more ways to bring the light and build your emotional fitness, we invite you to try out our mini audio course called How to Master Your Emotions or attend an emotional fitness class. Yes, begin to build your emotional fitness by doing an online emotional fitness class. Purchase your recording at a very nominal price that you can come back to as often as you want for 30 days. Thank you.